Hello everyone, this is Josh from the Wrestling with the Bullies podcast. I'm here to talk about Anchor. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. And let me explain that it's free. There's creation tools that help you record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you. They go through Apple Podcasting and pretty much anywhere that sets up uh, podcasting for you. Also, you can make your money from your podcast too. Like, and it doesn't take that much at all for you to be able to do it too. So, it's everything you need to make a podcast all in one place. If you guys are interested, just go to the app in the app, both the iOS and the Android store, or you could go to their website at Andrew, uh, anchor.fm. Thank you and have a good day. All right. Hello, everybody. It's time for the Wrestling with the Willies podcast. Uh, just the other day, we did the NXT TakeOver Standard Deliver. Now we're doing WrestleMania both nights. <laughs> Yeah, we've had a crazy week of wrestling this week. Oh, yeah. Like, I was telling uh, people that it seemed like we were watching, like, close to, like, 15 hours of wrestling in, like, four or five days. (laughs) Because I think it was, like, six hours for NXT, and then it was, like, eight for WrestleMania. So, like... Yeah, it was was crazy. Yeah. And, and, like, even if we added, like, something else, fucking, like, even more than that... But yeah, uh, I just have to comment first. Uh, I don't think it doesn't really show that like uh, they had any uh, what was it? Any kickoffs? There, yeah, there wasn't pre-show stuff. Yeah, either not according to what I'm looking at. Yeah, I didn't think so. That's what I was mostly wondering about. So, well, that's better anyway because some of the matches would be crap anyway. So. Uh, they started off with Bobby Lashley and Drew, and uh, I think we were talking about that it would have been nice if Drew would have won, but like I'm totally fine with what they did too, especially it kind of set a standard for the whole pay per view as a whole. Yeah, it did, and one of, one of the interesting parts to me, and I've complained about this, and, and I'm going to say it right off the bat, I've complained about timing with WWE on their main event roster, at least on how long matches go, and I can say that both nights had appropriate timing. The only one that I wish might have been a little bit longer was the Apollo Crews Big E match. But other than that, I think all of the rest of them lasted as long as they should have. Yeah. Like, especially this one, I think that it had proper build and everything else. I mean, it wasn't like a great match, but it was a pretty good one. Like, uh, um, like I especially like the finish where like they, uh, like he just got him in the hurt lock and then he passed out from it at one point trying to like escape from it. And then it just was too much. I thought that was cool. So, I mean, I'm interested in what they did, and it's funny how, like, they were uh, cheering a lot of the heels this night, too. Like, they were cheering Lashley when he won, and that's probably because this is the first time we've heard cheering in a WWE thing, like, legit for the, since the pandemic started. 
Yeah, it was interesting to hear, but you could tell there were only 25,000 people in the arena because there wasn't a crazy amount of... Oh, yeah, you would have probably heard a lot more chanting and everything else if they had would have had everybody in there. Yeah. But, I mean, like, it's so funny because I was sitting there thinking about it. I was like, man, how much, like, wrestling does need fucking people in the stands for the stuff like the chance and everything else you don't realize how much you miss this stuff when you don't hear it all the time <laughs> yeah you don't i was remember we i think we talked about it last time was to see how it would be for the wrestlers uh being that they haven't heard fans in the same amount of time not only the people watching but they haven't had fans cheering for that long either so um their reactions didn't seem any different than normal, though, which is kind of interesting. But uh, I didn't feel that anybody reacted differently. Like, the only one I could, yeah. yeah, the only one I could say maybe was Cesaro during his match, and because he interacted with oh, the crowd yeah, a def- little bit more than everybody else. Did. Cesaro, like he kind of got emotional when he was doing stuff, and then uh, also at the very last of the match, uh, like the main event. They and you could tell that they were getting emotional when they were doing theirs. Yeah. So, uh, so yeah, uh, good opening match and it made sense too. But uh, what's it called? Then they did the tag team turmoil match, which it it was a fucking clusterfuck. This is like the main. Yeah, that match was that my was... that was my least favorite. I would say out of all of the matches in both nights, that was close to the bottom for me. Yeah. Like, it's mostly because I think it's, like, probably my least favorite. But, I mean, I don't know. Like, there's a couple that were, like, there. Not saying that it was, like, really bad because I like the match. But, like, also at the same time, you had the Lana storyline where, like, it, and they were already teasing uh, Shayna Baszler and Nia Jax fighting, right? So they could have let it, like, maybe it's because they were flipping too many titles that night. I don't, and they decided to change their mind. But it was kind of weird how, like. But they still could have had them not win, even if it was somebody else. I mean, Tamina is one of the worst wrestlers out there besides Nia Jax, in my opinion. I mean, we were talking about her. What do, what do you call it? This, uh, it's not a frog splash. It's the it's same thing. To be this, the no, super, fly. super fly yeah. uh, splash. But she doesn't do she it right. She does it almost straight up, which I can That's see why I'm she's saying. got what... knee injuries in the past because the way she lands that move, she basically lands on her knees. Yeah, it looks like she just like jumps upward like she's trying to like go for a basket. Yeah. It's just weird. And it's like maybe it's like a mix of fear like where she doesn't want to land awkwardly i don't know but like but she's like every time somebody jumps off the top rope they generally get into a pocket area where it's where you're supposed to land yeah and the super fly splash it's supposed to be like you're straight even like uh i think it's vertically right where you're like left to right and uh or is that that's uh, horizontal verticals, like oh, what okay, she's yeah. actually doing. Yeah, she's, she's actually vertical. And she's, vertical. Yeah. What am I doing? But uh, what's it called? Anyway, it's supposed to be like straight, 
and then she doesn't. She kind of like is more diagonal whenever she falls down, which is, I think that's one of the main ways or main reasons why I just do not care for Tamina at all. Because yeah. it shows like inner ring work and everything else. But this was cool. another example what you were talking about. Bobby Lashley got cheered. Tamina got cheered in this match, which yeah, I people, found was totally freaking weird. Yeah. Um, it's like out of all the people, like I'm, and we were talking about this too. Like, uh, if they were going to ever put the title on Tamina, even if it was a tag title, they should have done it tonight. Like, if they're really gonna do it, like, well, you're foreshadowing I mean, I night two because this was, oh, the, yeah. this was yeah. who would receive well, I mean, a match on night should, two, yeah. but yeah, but like, anyway, like, it was just weird. And I'm like, I, I would understand. And we were also talking about, like, how if you're gonna do this shit, if you're gonna do it where they're leaving promos and stuff beforehand, where it's an impassioned promo where they're gonna leave their, uh, legacies behind don't do the old finishers then make up a new finisher Mm -hmm. if you're going to be a new team where you're not being based on your legacy of you being uh second generation or third generation stars don't use the moves that they did when they were wrestling that just doesn't make sense to me why you would say that and then do those moves. Yeah, the other Especially thing. Especially Tamina. Yeah, the other thing that Lana and Naomi being eliminated first was kind of crap. Oh, yeah. But one interesting part to me is if they continue with the Billy Kay thing where she's copying Carmella. Oh, yeah. That'll be hilarious right. going That's forward. Gonna, like if, if anything, it's going to be like a Damien Sandow thing where, or like when he did the uh, Ms. Dow character where he was just copying. Miz the whole time. If anything's gonna get Billy K over, it's gonna do that shit. I'm just telling you right now, maybe like if they do this for like a year where she's constantly doing this shit, she'll be over in like six months. And then I don't know if we want to talk about the flub that Mandy Rose had when she slipped on her. Well, I mean like a lot of people were giving her shit about slipping. I'm like, well, it, it did rain beforehand. Yeah. So yeah, it's like, okay. Yeah. You don't think everybody's going to be able to make it. To but the if you watch the way then. she slipped, she like, it was yeah, a it weird kind of slip. Cause she kind of almost went parallel. <laughs> yeah. Um, if, if, like, it was yeah, a different kind of like, fall. Like, yeah, on Twitter, I saw nothing but that because, of course, we watched it a little bit later than usual. But uh, what's well, it called? That's due to peacock issues, right? Yeah. Because oh, yeah. you can't like freaking rewind if you're late. So we, you know, we watched it yeah. later. Um, yeah, that's the only bad part. But I mean, uh, like, that's the, that's the main thing. I just kept on seeing stuff on Twitter where she was like, oh, I'm always going to be remembered as this. It shows her, like, how she's sliding or falling over. Like, damn, pretty much. And then on top of it, then they were talking about Dana Brooke had a nip slip. Yeah. But, like, when I was looking at it, I was just curious. I was just like. Well, they blacked it out. They blacked it out when we watched it, probably. Yeah, of course they did. but And she's probably got a fine. But also, at the same time, they showed, like, an image on, like, Twitter. Those things annoy me. I don't know why they find the chick for. They make them wear barely anything. And then they find them if. 
something yeah. happens it's like it, okay it's, kinda, it's really dumb yeah how about you but find like, the uh, this, how about you find the uh people making their costumes yeah if anything it's probably because of the cat they started doing that because of that because how she yeah. just came out and flashed everybody that one time yeah but that's different but than sti- but it still popping yeah, out like, on they, accident they trying to have their and especially i was looking at the image it looks like her boob was about to fall out of her shirt but it didn't that's that's like uh, but that's I what i mean that's like, more of a fit versus yeah and you know, especially in your run, running around the um, and like we talked about it too that it seemed like dana brooke had gotten smaller since the last time oh we yeah like that's what that's why i was like what in the hell did she just like slim down what the hell she's way smaller than mandy rose but i mean and even this like match was the before. worst and it's still what one of the worst and it still wasn't that bad and the riot squad looked pretty good at least Liv morgan to me oh yeah that's why i was like Okay, even then they could have put it on Liv Morgan and stuff. But, but that's another version where they call them. Before. That's another version where they call them the Riot Squad, and I think Liv to Riot would be an appropriate name for them. Yeah, and they even I think they even wanted to be called that too. Well, it's on like, it's on their w- shorts or yeah. on their ring gear, I think. But yeah. I mean, it makes sense because now they don't have Sarah Logan anymore. So they're really not the riot squad anymore. They're two people. Yeah, I mean, they're just two people. Yeah. I mean, so anyhow, but the do we have anything else to say about that match? No, I, mean, I don't think so. Natalia I mean, like, and Tamina really, won, and I don't feel they should yeah. have. I think it should have went yeah. to somebody else, even if it was I the think riot they do squad. That every I, once in a while, they give it to wrong people. Mm-hmm. Like where I'm just like the I'm just storyline based. I would have thought that they would have. It would have probably made a more sense if Lana and them lasted the whole time, and then went against them the next night, and then they would have showed them like they were injured the whole time, and then they beat them up, and then they, then they wrapped them up and beat them like real quick, like after like twenty minutes, beat them or something like that yeah. on night two. And then and after, it would have had like a bigger impact. People would have probably been more behind it, you know. Not saying that anything wrong with it. I mean, I I definitely know that I shit on Tamina a lot, but it's mostly because she she's been in the ring for ten years now. She's had maybe like five or six injuries, but she has not progressed with her ring style. Like nothing's gotten any better with Tamina. The whole time she's been wrestling, so that's why I think that she's crap. <laughs> yeah, I mean, and I don't disagree with you. I mean, like I said, I think Nia Jax and Tamina are the two that shouldn't be pushed the way they do. Yeah, and and, and but and on the flip side, all, the next match that we're going to talk about, Cesaro and Seth Rollins, the definitely best, yeah, best match of the night. Well, besides one, well, besides the main event, I would say, yeah. But yeah, like, but there. I just love I, this. But but I do more. hope, based on the result, that that Cesaro finally gets a singles push. Oh yeah, because like, because he, he was over as hell when he came out. I I wish that they gave him like better music. Like even his uh, music before was dope. Seth Rollins' uh, music like is much stuff. better than it ever has. Oh been. yeah. I was talking about like how they were, and like it looked like they messed up the entrance, but like his music just fit him like perfectly. The time that he's coming out to the ring, and it just sounds like 
I don't know, something that I would just listen to, like, anywhere. So, I mean, like, so, definitely like his new character and stuff like that. Definitely like his heel version. It would have been funny if, like, when they did the airplane spin and then he did the giant sw- the the swing, if Seth Rollins was screaming the whole time like he did when he was in the suit. That would have been hilarious. I think that's one of the main reasons why I loved him doing that character in the first place, like, for the feud. But the right person won, and they did a lot in the match. They did. That, the bat, Yeah, they did a bunch, and the, the ending was great when he... Oh, yeah. The, yeah. The, like the, the punch that he landed off of the, the counter was good, and then he did the, what do they call it, airplane swing or something? When they put yeah. he put him up on his shoulders and spun him, and then he spun him just for shits. He spun him twenty three times to beat the twenty two times that he spun him before. And I like the airplane spin where he didn't use his hands. That's what so, I mean. Yeah, it's yeah. it was like he did that, then he did the like. That's why I was like, okay, if they're gonna fucking push this motherfucker, they need to do it now. Yeah, yeah. Like and then, because this time, like in six months. Should be like Cesaro. I feel they're doing that, and I feel shit. they use Seth Rollins to get him over. So yeah. Um, and this match lasted eleven minutes. It's this was another one like we talked about on the NXT talks that this one seemed like it was longer than eleven minutes. Yeah, because um, they they did a lot in like uh, eleven minutes. Because I thought it was going like they were fighting a lot longer. By the time that it ended, I was like, holy crap. And this is like the the main match that I wasn't like super super psyched for. Mm-hmm. Anyway, like I was just like, hopefully oh, Seth Rollins doesn't. The win. one I wasn't really psyched for was the next one we're going to talk about. I thought it was oh, pointless, yeah. and even the result was stupid. And I don't know where they're going to go with it because it didn't make sense. And that's the yeah. AJ Styles and almost New Day tag team match for the titles. Okay. And with AJ Styles and almost winning it, I don't know what they're going to do going forward because almost can't wrestle for shit. He's just a big guy. It almost reminds me of another great Kali kind of. So almost could end up in the Hall of Fame in 10 years (laughs) for almost doing nothing. I haven't seen enough of him, right? I haven't seen enough of him. For me to be like uh, uh, completely trash on the dude. This is basically the first time he's wrestled. And it yeah, wasn't really what, a wrestle. I mean, so the like we were talking about it last night. You you come out the first time you wrestle and you win the tag team titles. It's like really, yeah. I know you're putting over AJ, but it's like where do you go from here? Is it New Day again, or is it who is it? Because the Street Profits are on another freaking channel. There's not many tag teams on. I mean, the fact that they put the tag team title on those two tells you there's not a lot of tag teams on raw yeah and uh well i mean the main ones are in like i think new day and that's really it there was like aj and omos which was the miz and and morrison or morrison yeah but i mean yeah besides that there aren't a lot of dudes for tag team because viking raiders were out with an injury unless they're pulling a tag team from nxt or something but i guess we'll see that tonight maybe um yeah in that poll but there's not much for me to say about this one this was another one that the timing i 
it was good. Nine minutes for this match was good because almost never wrestling. He wasn't going to be in there that long. So I, yeah, I anticipated this one being short. Day. Yeah. Yeah. And this was like the main thing for me too, was that it reminded me of the street profits match. The all, but one of the ones I feel as good. Yeah. One of the ones I, yeah, sorry. It wasn't street profits. One sorry. of the one, no, sorry. One of the ones that I feel went long, longer than it should have was the next match. And that's the Braun Strowman, Shane McMahon match. I don't know why they have to continue. I know Shane McMahon is a McMahon, but they continue to have to get, uh, him to do certain things in a match on purpose. Like yeah. literally they'll make this match. This one went 11 minutes, which Braun should have just destroyed him. And that was it. And no, they had well, to let I mean, him, they, they had to, just, uh, yeah, but they had to let, oh. but they had to let him do his coast to coast and let him be thrown off the freaking steel cage. Cause you know, that's what he does. I mean, respect for the guy. Cause he continues to do that shit. But it's like, is it really needed? I mean, in the grand scheme nope. of things, Braun could have just if you want to survive yeah, like longer. Braun could have yeah, squashed no. him and that was it. And you know, that's my only And even it, even then they could have done a thing where like it was uh Riker and Elias, right? How they pre- he pretty much just fed him to the wolves, really, that match. So, like, it would have been funny if he would have came out and then acted like he was going to hit Braun or something and then hit Shane. Yeah, but they, it would have been yeah, over, we were talking about right? that. It makes no sense, you know, with Shane putting them in a bad predicament and they're still protecting him. It's like, really? They, he threw you to the wolves a couple weeks ago, both of you. And, yeah. oh, it's still, oh, because he's the McMahon. Let me continue to do that. It's like, okay, yeah. you know, if, you know, Shane McMahon calling Braun stupid, I feel that they made Elias and Riker look stupid, but anyway. Oh yeah. Because they were just going with it. Yeah. And then the surprise That's of the point. night for me was the next match. Was, yeah. Me too. Was mostly because I was so surprised. For one, I didn't envision that it would go as long as it did 15 minutes, but I also didn't oh, envision yeah. the main guy performing all the well, moves the was the celebrity yeah. in this match it was crazy <laughs> to me um he's gonna he's put like a for any other celebrity that shows up now there's like gonna be a comparison to bad bunny because he performed extremely well uh yeah they were talking about that he could have outperformed over pat mcafee and pat mcafee did well I think we talked about Oh, I feel he did. I mean, and the stuff that I've talked about, you know. Yeah, mostly because he did the fucking Canadian Destroyer. Pat McAfee's better on the mic, but that's I think that's just a language barrier type thing, right? Because Bad Bunny is probably, it isn't, you know, he's probably. He mostly says everything in Spanish. Yeah, so I mean, but other than that, the wrestling, much better to me on Bad Bunny. I, I was shocked watching him do most of the stuff he did now it wasn't surprising like when he jumped off the top rope because he did that on raw but it was just yeah. some of the other moves like you talked about the canadian destroyer but and... he did the canadian destroyer then he did the i forgot what they actually name it it's kind of like an airplane swing hurricane Rana move. Yeah, yeah and granted most of the moves that he did mostly are uh based around the guy taking the move so, like, they're the ones selling it for him. Yeah. 
But still, it's like all the moves that he was doing, I was just like surprised. Like he did a falcon arrow and like he jumped up and did a crossbody. He did the Canadian Destroyer. He did uh, like all the moves that he did and he got beat up for most of the match. And then Damian Priest came in. It was like Damian Priest was only in the match for maybe two minutes. <laughs> and it was like the mopping up yeah, shit. Yeah. And then like Bad Bunny won. I was like, dude, that's the, how they should tell like the celebrities coming in if they're going to do it. Because like, uh, I might as well talk about it now, now that we're talking about this. Next week's podcast is I'm going to be talking, uh, we're going to be talking about celebrities and wrestling. And if it's a really good idea or a bad idea to end up having anybody, because we were seeing the Hall of Fame and even Bad Bunny and stuff like that, I figured that it would be a cool thing to talk about for like an hour or something like that. So keep tuned for that. But like by far, okay, so like while we're talking about that, uh, we'll lead to... I would say probably second favorite match of the thing uh, of the night. This for was me, third for just me, just because I was so surprised with the Cesaro. Yeah, Cesaro one. was number two. Oh. Number one was the the main event. For yeah, me. the the Bianca Belair and Sasha Banks match was super yeah again. Good. Sasha I'm is proving to, to me, yeah sorry, but Sasha is proving to me again what I always think about her is she's easily the best wrestler in WWE right now. Considering how small she is, she puts on the best. She plays the role that she is to a T. What she did in this match using Bianca Belair's hair constantly as part of her moveset was brilliant. And she took a damn whip from that hair that I don't know if anybody's taken. Because if you look at pictures online, there's pictures of a big-ass welt on her stomach from the hair. And she points at it at the end. Like, if you watch WrestleMania back on night one, they show Sasha, and this is where she kind of broke you know, broke character a little bit because she was happy that Bianca Belair beat her. But at the same time, she's pointing at her stomach like, I took this shit, basically. And you see this big red welt across her stomach from, and you could hear it during the match when oh when, yeah when, it was so yeah. damn loud holy crap and that's what i was wondering because i don't think since i've seen bianca on the main roster that she's really used her hair as yeah i haven't and seen I it either yeah. yeah it was one of my favorite things that she would do because nobody else mm-hmm. did it and it made sense why her hair was so long and how it was braided and all this stuff it made sense totally fit her character why she would end up uh, like and so like when they weren't showing her do it like even in the tag team matches and stuff uh, against Nia Jax you would think she would use it on them and then it was like she busted it out trying to make sure to put but, sauce yeah. out I even loved the bank statement oh, with yeah, her hair was... that was a fucking cool moment like everything was cool and then it even made sense for... Well, she used uh, her hair against her throughout her the match, too. like pulling her against the ropes and pulling her against the uh, turnbuckle and stuff. She would use her hair. Sometimes it, it worked against her, but it's brilliant to use somebody's advantage against them. And that's like one of those key heel moves. And Sasha's excellent at doing that. So... Um, 
and I know I tout her every time we we talk about, but you know, there's I look for certain things in a match, and she sells her the moves brilliantly. She always does the heel stuff. It's when she's a good person, she does stuff differently. It's it's just you know, yeah, and just oh, it does. I mean, yeah. and I fully anticipate this being a rematch. I don't know. I don't think it'll be a rematch on SmackDown like it looks like the Rhea Ripley off the match book or is. But I envision it being one at Backlash because because of and they could totally do it as like another main event. Oh, they could. Yeah. Uh, Now I anticipate, and that's it for night one. But at night two, I anticipate the very first match being another Backlash thing. Oh yeah, definitely. Just because it was so disappointing. Oh, it for was. Me. I, I mean, yeah. I liked how they did. They had cool moments in it, right? They had a lot of cool moments in it, like the whole, like when he was walking to the, I don't know, whatever, walking through the thing, and then it showed like his uh, burn stuff going away and going back to the original like full-on legit yeah so they've never talked about this so i mentioned this in a chat with you so do you think (laughs) they're going down the path of the fiend not being bray wyatt well i don't know i mean it's possible they ain't doing anything with it seems awfully weird the way he looked last night did not look like bray wyatt well, I could tell that it was uh, Bray Wyatt, though. His unless tattoos the, were different. They were pointing weird. out. There were oh. things that they pointed well, out that tattoos just... were different. Yeah. Oh, really? Oh, well, I, I was just basing it off of, like, hearing him, like, do the the yeah, yeah, yeah thing, which we talked about. But, I mean, with time, a like, brother. His vocal but with a brother. And shit like but that. with a brother. Yeah. He, he doesn't, probably doesn't sound much different than him. It's like us, right? People listening on this podcast probably can't tell the difference between us unless we tell them who we are, um, for the most yeah. part, anyways. But um, anyhow, I don't like the fact that this. I thought it would have been squashed the other way, but Randy Orton beat the Fiend in five minutes, and Alexa Bliss looks like she yeah, was the reason for that. But that's where I'm saying I don't know where they're going with it because it seems like the Fiend. I mentioned this before. Was it seemed like the Fiend? is being controlled by Alexa Bliss now and that Alexa Bliss might be Sister Abigail but I don't know maybe we'll find out more on Raw tonight but see that's the thing that I was wondering is if she was like I don't know ulterior motives with the thing or I don't know it could be like flipping it on its head because I think he was messing with her at first right I think, and like, and that's how like she would become under his uh power and stuff, right? Like where she was doing her own thing. It was like it started with him like messing with her, right? Yeah, that's how it started. I mean, on Raw, where she because she was with Nikki Cross and she was kind of being spellbound kind of thing, but lately it's the opposite. Like, um, Alexa Bliss has been controlling everything as far as. As far as Randy goes, um, so and yeah. this because this just continued that like she uh, basically is controlling the fiend now. So we'll see how it goes forward. I I I really wanted the fiend to win, but they've got a plan obviously with him losing 
and yeah, Alexa I mean, and being the reason for it. But we'll see what that actually is. Uh, the next yeah. match again could well, have been better, or not even yeah. on the card to me. But because uh, I'm a huge uh, Nia Jax hater, and yeah. of course I mean, they kept the belt I again. Mean, I could see why they. Well, the problem is I think they need to relinquish the belt to somebody. I don't think Nia Jax deserves to have it. Shayna Baszler, I could say, deserves something, but I don't know if it deserves to be a tag team title. I think she should be more in the the championship hunt. Yeah, she should be in the main you know, one. Against, yeah. like, well, now Rhea Ripley, um, uh, but uh, in that hunt, not tag team title belt. But, I mean, they could, they could oh, be yeah. pushing towards that just now versus at WrestleMania time. Who knows? I don't know, but... This one went 14 minutes and shouldn't have been that long. Yeah, because they, oh my God, like the Tamina, like body slam. Holy fuck. Oh, that she I barely could it, lift like, Nia Jax up. Yeah, like I was in there and I was like, okay, they're they're telling it. Like they were foreshadowing it in the first like couple of minutes where Tamina was trying to lift her. And I was like, fuck, that means that they're actually going to do the WrestleMania thing where she's going to try to slam her. I was like, dude, don't do Tamina to do this shit. She's still small, like way smaller than freaking Nia Jax is, but whatever. Wasn't the biggest botch uh, of the so, night, though, to me. I oh, think yeah. uh, like, uh, later on when we talk about the Sheamus Riddle match, that was probably the biggest one that I recall. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I could have mentioned the the botch from Lana, though, like where she did this kick and completely Well, yeah, but I mean, too, that, the camera still. work... Unless you, I mean, if you were paying attention, you would see it. But I don't. The camera work, you could have missed that one easily. The you you yeah. could not miss Tamina barely being able to pick Nia Jax up, and definitely when we talk about oh, Riddle, yeah. you could tell that Riddle she almost ooh. almost had or Riddle was struggling lifting Sheamus up, and it was literally oh, yeah. easily seen. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, like, and then he, that other he, botch, Seamus almost dropped oh. Riddle on his fr- when he tried to do the was it white noise or whatever that match is. Oh, and they were or, trying to do the white noise off the top, and he row fell. And yeah, almost, yeah, I was like, thank God, and then they fucking landed though. Holy yeah. shit, I would have been worried about both of them if if they fucking oh, yeah. fell. Yeah. But, but yeah, like this match, oh my god, like I was just like. Just get it over. Uh, I felt just like get the, this one over with. Yeah. And the sad thing too is like the tag matches were the only ones that I was like really like. Can we just end this now? Like all except like yeah, pretty much all of them. Or yeah, both and of Natalia them. and Tamina were involved in both of them. Match and and the <laughs> New Day one, I was both like just I I, I, I agree end it now. And once uh, again, so and the funny thing was, I was mentioning this beforehand, where like somebody was asking about like the Bad Bunny match, where it seemed like he was a fan. He made a Booker T song. That's why, and we realized this afterwards. Like I was telling Jeremy, like when we were finding out, like I didn't realize that the song that they were playing was a song about Booker yeah, why, T uh-huh, which was I think his same entrance theme was the mm-hmm. same one too but uh what's it called so 
I thought that that was going to be the pee break match, but these two matches could have been easily the piss break match because I was just like fucking not invested. Oh, this one especially. If anything, because I am like I wouldn't have minded the. Sorry, I could do without Nia Jax. She can be gone for all I care. Yeah. Well, that's what I'm saying. I I understand if like she actually tried to get better. She's but... no different than she was what two three years ago. She's still hurting people. Yeah, she's still wrestling exactly the same fucking way. I mean, so it's like you you got to show some progression. At least Lana, she's showing progression. You could tell when she first started versus now. Yeah, that she's been getting that better, she's getting yeah. better. Liv Morgan, same thing. Some of these people, though. Tana yeah, Brooks, Nia Jax, though, no different. Tamina. No different. And I think they just get preferential treatment because of who they're related to. We've talked about that before. But um, yep. But anyways, on to match but, yeah. three, you know, which was one of my favorites yeah, on night two. Say, yeah, me too. I definitely like this one. I don't think that it's better than their other match where I think they alluded to it. They on did on NXT when they – uh, well, I wasn't thinking about that one. I was thinking, I think they said it was Battlegrounds 2017 or some shit, or 2018. Yeah, I think like the one. There was a match that they did at their height of their feud, where it was kind of like right before they were splitting Kevin and Sammy up from feuding. And like, uh, Sammy won. But he did like a halluva kick, and then he was like, "I'm doing this for you." I love or that some shit. That he I said love the, the name beginning. of that kick because it's hell of a kick. But yeah. I mean, it, they have to say yeah. it differently. But it's it's hilarious yeah. to me. But <laughs> yeah, I do too. But like uh, when he hit him twice in that one, and then he pinned him, mm-hmm. right? So I loved how. That's one thing I love about Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn is they know how to put on a good story. For their match, well, that's Kevin. Right? And I it think was showing more, the, like he was. Wouldn't the, you say that's more Kevin Owens than Sami Zayn, though? Maybe I don't know because he sure. does that in almost every uh, match. Saying, he's in. Like, they do, yeah. Sami Zayn doesn't true. like that's why I said if you watch Kevin Owens in his matches, there's always a thing behind it. Like he'll either say something at the end. There's something always tying. I remember when he was feuding with Chris Jericho, it was the same thing, and that was one of the best freaking things that year was when you know they were best friends and all that shit and and chris jericho talks about it that that was one of the best feuds that year going into wrestlemania right and uh and and then how he was talking about that he went to AEW because they put him on the second match and even then we were talking about that i think that was the one that we were there Mm -hmm. at right like we were like what they're doing this match now be uh and the uh, but like that seems like the current theme like we're uh we're sitting there and we're like yeah what's the main one that's gonna hype up the crowd i was like probably Ra- uh, randy orton and the fiend and then they started with yeah it didn't end the way we thought it was gonna end but i mean yeah and then and just i love the the what's it called jack in the box idea one the alexa shit, Bliss piece where, I loved yeah. her makeup too like when she was sitting there and uh waving his hand yeah. at him and shit I thought that when was she dope. talked about it afterwards so, you know with the stuff coming down her face she posted on twitter something about your mood when you're crying and your mascara runs or some shit you know because it's like or yeah. <laughs> your mood when your mascara runs or something like that on twitter anyhow yeah but yeah kevin owens defeated Sami Zayn. 
It, there's a part in Logan Paul. It looks like he falls asleep when they pan over the camera to him. Um, and oh, I'm yeah. like, really, dude? Yeah. I mean, but <laughs> that—that's why I was like, they should have been booing him. Yeah, the so whole it ended time. great when Kevin Owens stunned him because, yeah. Like I was like, yeah, at least end it because I mean I'm not the uh, uh, I'm not a fan of Logan Paul ever since this. Like I didn't care for him before, but then as soon as he did the suicide force thing, I was like, oh okay, then that just really shows. I hope he gets his ass whooped by Floyd Mayweather. Oh oh yeah, like I cannot believe that. I hope that fucker tags him for ten rounds and just tags him and tags him and tags him and yeah. Like, I, I, it has to be based around money because there well, ain't no way Mayweather's yeah. going to fucking not It's an exhibition, but I mean, you know, it's... Yeah. Still, though, I mean, like, of course it's going to be an exhibition. It's like him going against yeah. McGregor. Come on, man. It's only a payday. That's all they're yeah. looking for. But, uh, yeah, so, like, I, I, I just love the ending of the match where they flipped it around and then Kevin Owens stunned him instead. I thought that was dope. So I mean, for what it was, it was like it wasn't my favorite one, but like it was, it was like up there. Yeah. The so, next one, and then of course they did Sheamus yeah. and Riddle, and we were talking about why in the fuck they're making him to look so stupid. <sighs> okay, so we got to do the fucking promo before he came out. I don't remember what time it was, like in the pay per view. I'm assuming that was before the match happened. Uh, Riddle was going around and then he saw Gray Kali and RVD <laughs> and they're talking about entrepreneurial things. I think about the scooter, yeah, right? But Gray so, Kali says something and nobody, I don't even know what the hell he and said. And nobody could tell what the fuck he said. And I was like, dude, if he can't speak English, don't have him yeah. speak at all. <laughs> Jesus, I get it. He's a Hall of Famer, which fucking i'm surprised that he went in before some yeah. other people well that's why i made the joke earlier the about almost because it's same kind of that i would have skipped his hall of fame same kind of character and, because, well, well he did his virtually it was like over zoom yeah well that's what i'm saying it's like what the fuck would he have said probably well they the had to subtitle it where nobody could tell what I mean, he said. yeah that's what i'm saying <laughs> Well, what the fuck? But that's also why talk. you had the manager that look. You know, uh, his manager speaks perfect English. Like you wouldn't even know he, the dude is Indian. Yeah. So why didn't they have him do the fucking spot? Well, he was standing there. What the fuck? He was standing next to him. That's yeah. what I'm saying. Why did he even have to say anything? What the fuck? Anyhow, but God. that match, I'm but shocked anyway, that yeah, Sheamus so... beat him. I mean, Riddle didn't have the title for very know, long, right? and then. Like, uh, yeah, he only had it maybe like what, like maybe three months, maybe. And then was it even that long? It was when he beat Lashley. I mean, it was maybe a month. I mean, it was, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Maybe it was two months. I knew it was on one of the last pay per views or something. So, uh, because I forgot who he faced last month at the last pay per view that they did, Fastlane or whatever. I forgot who he faced. But anyway, I was just, like, surprised because it's, like, I mean, they did a decent match, too. I mean, I like the what they told. And this is what we were talking about. You're not a huge fan I'm not of Riddle. At all, no. And to me, I don't care for him talking. Like, mostly because the bro stuff reminds me of Spicoli, right? That's, like, the main person. He defeated Mustafa Ali reminds me on of. the pre-show. 
Oh yeah, that's, that's when what Musta- it was, uh, yeah. Retribution broke up, bro, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. I, I forgot. Yeah, but uh, what's it called? So like when he comes out and he says this shit, it gets kind of tiring because that's all he does. He doesn't really do anything different. And then they and they book him like he's like a jackass. One well, like, idiot, you know, really. About the Shinsuke like, thing where he said, "Well, that's what I'm saying." It's like he comes out and he's like, "Let's do some stuff," and then everyone's like, "Yeah, let's get away from this dude." Kind of reminded me what they did with Ascension, where like their promos were talking about how they were the best, they were better than all the like other uh, old timers and shit, like Legion of Doom and all this shit. And then they came out, and then all the legends beat them, and then just destroyed their career before they even got yeah, it. Yeah, so this is the match. Like, besides the, the botch and the women's tag team title, this was the match that had the yeah. two biggest botches, I would say, of WrestleMania. Yeah, but yeah. Thank God, thank God they okay. didn't do it. I mean, like I said, that one off the oh, rope yeah. could have ended badly. Oh yeah, but definitely. Well, like, I like some of the moments in there, like the, the uh, what's it called? I forgot what he calls it. Uh, it's like the, it's like a spinal tap, but it's called something differently. I forgot what he calls the move because it's the bro Derek is one of his moves. And then it's called the bro mission, which I'm surprised that they don't have him do the bro mission more. Like, because that used to be, be like the one that he would use all the time. But then, uh, and then they did, I forgot what his spinal tap move is called, but anyway, like, yeah, he did that to the outside to Seamus, and I thought that was cool, a, a different way of doing it, but, like, I didn't see a point in, like, having it on Seamus. I thought that was kind of cool that he won it, but, like, are they going to just drop it back to Riddle next, like, next month, or... What do they have planned with what is Drew and Sheamus going to fight over the United States title? That doesn't seem to make any sense. I don't know what the, so, we'll see yeah. what Sheamus. I mean, again, the United States title can be anyone. So, yeah. And then the uh, next match was the stupidest one. I don't even know why they had it yeah. on the card, to be honest with you. Wale doesn't sing or rap. His verse, uh, like, okay, so you have a celebrity doing your theme, right? Why in the flying fuck do you not sing your part, right? Your whole point of it is not for you to just sit there and just uh, lip sync this shit before you even come out. Like, you could tell he wasn't even singing it. At one point, you could hear it through the loudspeakers, and then you could hear him whisper, like, the lyrics or something. Like, say it, like, very under his Mm -hmm. breath type of thing. And I was like, and I love Wale. I love Wale. But, like, I don't know if it was his decision to not sing it or what, or if it was a WWE thing. It was just really weird and off-putting. But I was talking about Apollo. I was like, this is like his seventh, sixth or seventh match with him and Big E, where something has to happen. He's got to win the belt somehow, because there ain't no way that they're going to fucking have Big E lose it. Or like, 
like Biggie lose it straight up. Yeah, they didn't. Him. So they had that right. one guy from Raw Underground come in. Yeah, I don't even know uh, what his fucking name man, is. But... I forgot his name. Yeah, they'll probably come up with a. Yeah, but it was just a big guy uh, from that I remember like from Raw Underground. I don't remember what it, we looked it up back then. Yeah, but I don't remember what the hell his name was. But yeah, it was some weird name. But now that'll be his henchman, like, like freaking uh, AJ Styles has almost. My Apollo Cruz will have this jackass. Yeah. But anyways, I, yeah. Again, it, it seems like a heel move they're using right now is to have these henchmen working for people. But well, they always dumb. do that shit. When they a guy's is, like years, when a guy's as Daniel jacked Bryan as Apollo and... Cruz, they shouldn't need that. And yeah, like I mean, granted, like Biggie's bigger than him, but it was funny how they were like, "It's a Nigerian drum fight." And not one drum was yeah. used. <laughs> it was like miss opportunity. Well, that's what, what I said. Man? Some of these names, like, it's like, oh, just because they have them on the outside, it's like that's what they call it. I mean, yeah, it's just like, hey, you should have just called it uh, a just a street fight. What the fuck? Yeah, so this Being one was dumb. only six minutes but, uh, long, so that was so, kind yeah. of yeah, yeah. And thank God it was only six minutes long because uh, I, I mean. Credit to Apollo and freaking Big E, though. But like, it was, I don't know. I don't, uh, I didn't care enough about it. And I, I was ready for it to be over. Me too, before but when, when you've seen Apollo like, Cruz, but you've seen Big him on like the what last three or four pay per views, it seems like. So it's like, it's kind of getting yeah. to the point of like, okay, we've seen this already. So it's good that it was only six minutes long. Yes, I agree. And then the next one was totally, I was surprised they said it, and then I was surprised of the result. But I, uh, uh, Rhea Ripley Oscar and Oscar, and, yeah, uh, her, her basically yeah. her inaugural match on the main roster, she wins the title. Which, I mean, it's setting it up like Rhea Ripley's going to be a beast, though, if she beat oh. Oscar. Hopefully I get that. What I'm getting her, at like, is that I don't even. Yeah. It's funny that I don't think she was the initial plan. Like I think Charlotte was. Oh yeah, I think originally, if anything, it was going to be Charlotte. That yeah. somehow got changed, and Rhea Ripley got pulled up and won the title. Good match, though. I mean, it went. It went 13 minutes. It was one of the longer matches of both nights, and again, it made sense because I like watching both of them wrestle i'm not as big of a fan as oscar but she's growing on me i still think part of her issue is her promos because of the fact she can't really talk english all that well but she still attempts it unlike others (laughs) you know yeah but yeah i mean like that's the main thing with oscar though like i don't think she really has to but like also at the same time like, uh, if her main thing is just, like, you ain't ready for Oscar and shit, I like the way that they even build the match where she was just like, you're on borrowed time. This is, like, pretty much... Okay, so Rhea Ripley is pretty much who Raquel Gonzalez yeah, tries yeah. to be. <laughs> because it's like, she's like, you're on borrowed time. And then uh, I believe Rhea Ripley... Right, because her like when she was in the May Young Classic compared to now, she's a totally different wrestler. Like where like her image and everything is totally different from when she first was in WWE. 
And then Raquel Gonzalez, I think she was the one that came out like a cowboy, which I thought was super weird. But uh, what's it called? So, like, uh, that's just how it felt like to me. Was And then even I, I called it out, too. I thought it was funny how the two last people that were in the Royal Rumble together both won their respective uh, titles. Like, Rhea Ripley and Bianca were the last two in the ring, and they both won the titles mm-hmm. at WrestleMania. So I thought that was cool. And then, of course, they showed Raquel Gonzalez in a picture where they were talking about they're the trifecta right now. I, I don't think Raquel Gonzalez... No, we talked about I, it in our last podcast. I think that's yeah. dumb. Yep. I, yeah. I, but yeah. again, if they're moving Io Shirai up, they have to give it to somebody. So it's like one of those things... It's like yep. when Oscar moved up. Who'd they give it to at that time? Wasn't it Rhea Ripley or was it somebody else? Uh, yeah, so, I mean, you have to Ripley. give it to somebody out or, of all the people still. Or, okay. no, it was Ember yeah, Moon. I right. think it was first. But out of all the people that are in position right now, I mean, they could if they're moving Io Shirai up. Now, if they're not moving Io Shirai up, then it doesn't make sense for her to drop it. But, um. Anyways, we'll see, I guess, on SmackDown yeah. or Raw this week to see if she shows up on one of them. Um, yeah, I agree. And uh, if anything, I wouldn't be surprised if it was like SmackDown. Well, it depends. On, I mean, but, because uh, if Becky Lynch going? comes back, she's coming back to Raw, I think. Um, yep. Actually, she might come back to SmackDown to be with Seth, but because I think Seth's He is, Smack, but I mean, right? I think Raw didn't Becky Lynch, Raw draft Becky. Back in the draft before? Uh, yeah, I just don't remember. I, I don't remember if they switched her to SmackDown at one point or not. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, they'll, it they'll, doesn't matter. Do I mean, they want. she could, like, she could yeah. show up wherever. Yeah. But anyways. So, uh, but of course, I would say that this was probably my match of the night, too, for night two, was the Roman Reigns. Yeah, which actually uh, shocked threat. me. Uh, I wasn't expecting. Yeah, but I mean, I knew that Edge and uh, Daniel Bryan were going to be good, but like oh, the whole was, match yeah. was cool. Though. Even I the ending was, and, it. and it's not and like I, I didn't if, expect Jey Uso to show up. So it's like, oh, that's that's shocking yeah. that he came into the ring. Yeah, like the only thing that uh, they didn't need to do is like do the fucking punk ass bitch shit again. Where they put him out of the match and then he comes back 30 minutes later. Stop doing that shit. I'm so tired of this shit. It's like an overdone trope now that, like, every time, whenever it's like a heel thing, like, the, and like, even when it was Royal Rumble with Roman Reigns, it was like that one where it was for the title where they had him in the Rumble and then they gave him an excuse to be out of the Rumble for like 30 minutes of it. It's like, don't do that. Just have, just don't display them on the screen for like 20 minutes or whenever you need the mm-hmm, next spot yeah. to happen. Really? You could totally do that shit. Just stop doing the fucking other bullshit because we don't believe it. Or at least I don't believe it. No, I don't either. It. You know? So that's all. That's the only. But I mean, drawback. The result think, of the match. The result that, that happened is what I expected. I loved the concerto things. I didn't even think that they were going to do concertos in the match. But I also didn't think Roman would use it. And then, yeah, that's what I was saying. I I was surprised that they did that shit. And then it was funny how, like, Edge did it to Daniel Bryan 
really still putting over the concerto like that no matter what if you get hit with it mm-hmm. you're going to be out right so that was cool and then on top of it to add insult to injury he does it to edge and then just drags edge over Daniel yeah. Bryan and pins them both I was like okay that's dope if you want to get hated from people or even like over on people you keep doing this shit and uh, I'm Still, I think it's a lot of work that needs to go into Roman Reigns before, like, I'm a super fan of, like, Roman. But, like, if he keeps doing this shit, I'm definitely going to be, like, praising him more and more if he keeps doing Mm -hmm. these types of matches. Which I'm wondering who he's going to go against next. Maybe it'll be Cesaro. Cesaro's going to be on the radar, but, you know, we'll see how early. Yeah. (laughs) Because I definitely don't think that Roman's going to lose the title for fucking... He's, he's going to le- uh, have it forever. Which I don't if like. If anything, I mean, if there's anybody... Yeah, I don't I, I don't really care for it. But like, I think legitimately, if you're going to uh, make him do the head of the table thing, if anybody should get the... Like, and I'm a huge CM Punk dude. So like, if I say that there's anybody that should have the title as long as that, I would say that if you're really trying to tell a good story with it, uh, I would be fine with Roman taking it and overpassing it that, to build up his heel character. But that, and that's high praise from me because I don't want people to break it. Yeah. But uh, if anybody should, I think that especially storytelling wise and shit i definitely think that it would be cool if he was just like yeah i was the best like especially if they like tried to build to something which i don't think it's gonna happen uh like everybody thinking that cm punk's gonna come back i don't think it's gonna happen not for a long ass time but still it would just be cool anyway so i'm totally fine with what they're doing so i guess Thank you for joining us yeah, this for one, this podcast. Yeah, it was it was stuff. fun watching 15 hours of wrestling this week. And it's not done, oh, really, because yeah. we've got to watch definitely... Raw and SmackDown still. And AEW, oh, yeah. but AEW really kind of is just an every week thing. But it'll be interesting to see the fallout from WrestleMania yep. on both of those shows this week and see how it goes. Yeah, definitely. I mean, it's always good to watch the night after WrestleMania on Raw and SmackDown. So more on Raw than on SmackDown. But, I mean, it's still fun watching that shit. Even if, like, you're, uh, they don't do well Mm -hmm. with certain people, right? Like, I still like seeing it whenever it happens. So I'm, I'm interested to see what happens. But uh, for all of us, uh, I guess might as well end it. Uh, like I was saying, next episode we'll be talking about if celebrities in wrestling and stuff like that, if they should be in wrestling or if they shouldn't be and stuff like that. So if you're interested, listen to that one too. And uh, thank you for joining us for tonight's episode. And we'll talk to you Peace guys out, in the everybody. next podcast. See you in the next one. If you guys enjoyed this podcast, you can check out all of our social media accounts, which is The Heart of Geek, and our Twitch channel is Heart of Geek. If you guys wanted to leave any comments or questions uh, relate towards our Facebook page, Instagram, or 
anything else that you could possibly leave a comment and recommend us anything else to do in the meantime. And for all that, thank you for enjoying Wrestling with the Willies.